Welcome back and welcome home. Welcome to Cousin Time, where college friends turn postgrad roommates, Cameron and Jess, discuss life. <laughs> Forget what happens next. Don't worry. Up, Let me shoot up. up for you. That was like a, such a good solid start. Like no, I, I was like, genuinely impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to Cousin Time, where college friends turn postgrad roommates, Cameron and Jess, are learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and ruminate on every trend that left as quick as it came between 2005 and 2015. Yeah. A decade of excellence. <laughs> A decade of something, that's for sure. And like, as we are corroborating mm -hmm. this list, which for all the English refs out there, I know I'm using that word wrong. So like, trigger warning. But it's not entirely wrong. Word. It's not. I mean, the essence is there. The Tell me corroborate doesn't sound like putting things together. Well, and it's it's to back something up, and we were backing up our idea that trends happen. Yeah. With this evidence. Yeah. So, as I said, as we were corroborating this list, I was astonished at the realization of the came and gone. No, because so many things I was in the trenches crushing on, and then all of a sudden, over it. Yeah. 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 I 100% agree. Also, welcome to season two. Welcome to season two. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's that's the that's the big money shot right yeah. there. Welcome to season two. Welcome to season. I feel like we're new girls now. New season, new us. New season, new us. But yeah, welcome to season two. Here we are, six months later. Can't believe we made it to a new season. And I think this episode's going to be a bit of a doozy. Yeah, buckle in, Because buckle we've up. got a lot of content to get through. We've got a lot of stuff for you. We're going to start yeah. with our trends. We're going to go to our Aqua Notes. We're going to go to our bingo, bingo cards, card. And then we're going to wrap it up with Slay and Dismay. Yeah. So hopefully you got that itinerary down, the agenda for the day. Buckle in. Take yourself on a nice long walk. Yeah. And we'll be chatting with you for the next hour. Let's do the damn thing. Let's get into it. So, I think let's start mm -hmm. in 2005. That's a great place to start. We are in the first grade. Couldn't tell you that. We are starting to first be susceptible to trends. trends. Because we're seeing that there are other families and other ways of living outside of ours. Yeah. And we're going to want to find out what that means. Yeah, yeah. And I think the first thing for me was Zoo Pals. And I'm going to be honest, Zoo Pals... Right over my I head. I think, give it a Google. Give it a Google. You speak I on think it, I'll you know Google it. it. It's those little paper plates that look like an animal. <gasps> oh! Yeah. Pals, don't bother me. They had a little jingle on the television. Yeah, yeah. And you could get your little tiger with your entree in the middle, and then his ears, that's where you're putting your veggies. Your sides. And I, we almost bought baby plates at Target semi-recently, actually on two occasions, because there is something about all of your food having a spot. No, like... I love inclusion and I love everyone corroborating, but something should be separate. And my food yeah. is one of them. Yeah, and you have a bit of a fixation on eating your food section by section. Yes, because <laughs> because one time I got a compliment on it and I haven't let it go. In the third grade, someone's mom was a chaperone on our field trip and she was sitting with us at lunch and she saw that I ate my entire sandwich before I started on my fruit cup, before I started on my bag of pretzels. She said, Cameron, I love how orderly you're eating it. And it wasn't until like a year ago that I realized that like that's kind of a crazy thing to still be hung up on. But like every time I eat my food, no, I kid you not, I'm like, I've got to make her proud. And like for me right now, hearing that again, like I want to cry because of how frustrated I am with you. Really? Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, it was third grade. Well, now I feel like I've got an angel on a shoulder and a devil because I can't make both of y'all proud. <laughs> And that's all I want to do is have both of y'all happy with I just want you to get a little crazy with it. And, like, sometimes I do, but then I feel immediately, like, I feel guilty. Shame. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, who am I? Like, how did this... Someone get this you aloud, in therapy. No, speaking this a lot, I'm like, that's... I know it's wrong, but, like, every once in a while, I'll be like, let me have a little bite of my, like, pasta before I finish my, like, chicken. And then I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, like, I'm so sloppy. Are you serious? Because sometimes, I'm going to be honest with you, this is a vulnerable moment. Sometimes you say things and I'm like, she's exaggerating. Girl, I don't exaggerate much. And, but, okay, here's the thing. I think my brain exaggerates reality, but then what I say is not an exaggeration of my brain. Like, I fully believe it, but I'm not so naive <laughs> to think that maybe what I believe is not an exaggeration of reality. Does that make sense? So, like, 
your brain is creating the hyperbole. Yes. And your mouth is just the, the mailman. Right. So, like, don't shoot the messenger. Mm-hmm. But don't shoot the brain. Yeah. Okay. This is every, I mean, it's, we were having this moment the other night of just, like, we are so different. It, it, we're polarizing the, All to the each stars other. had to be aligned for us to get along. Because there's never been two girls so different. Yeah. And every time I hear you say something, I'm like, she's got to be kidding me. And I always... That's what I think every time you speak. Literally, no. when you're talking about your food, she's like, oh, like, she's, like, yeah, her third, someone in third grade said this, and, like, she thinks about it sometimes. But, like, she's kidding that she thinks about it all the time. And only in the past few months have I realized that, like, you are not a front. Like, I have what always... What do you mean? <laughs> like, I have always... I'm fronting this whole time? I've always thought, like, Jess just pretends to be this way, but, like, she cries herself to sleep. What way? Just like in the way the, I am. Yeah, I'm like she's just playing it cool, but like no, you truly are as cool as a cucumber. Like nothing has ever gotten you flustered. Nothing has ever cost cost you to lose sleep. Never. <laughs> Everything causes me to lose sleep, including the fact that I don't think you lose sleep. And I've always been like she's just playing it cool, but like you have to be extra gentle with her because like she's probably hurting the most of any of us. But you, <gasps> you genuinely thought hurting this whole time. I genuinely think you're just that unbothered. I've started to catch on for like six years. I, hang on, hang on. So many, you've hit me with a lot of big, mm-hmm. heavy hitting mm-hmm. truths tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to take a second because you, for six years, a few things. One, for six years, you thought I've been crying myself to sleep. Not every night. Two, you didn't think to check on me? I was like, she's never going to admit it. But I was like, you just have to be extra gentle with her. Have you been being gentle with me this whole time? In what ways? I've just been like, do you ever need to talk? And, and I've just I, been like... And you've been like, I just don't need to. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you shitting me? No, I'm literally being so honest right now. Like, do you not cry yourself to sleep? Never. Like, are you okay? Girl, yeah. I started to realize that. That I'm that I'm okay? Yeah. What does that mean, do you think about you? <laughs> <laughs> that we're just two different girls. Mm-hmm. Because I am just a girl who's hyper aware. I am probably too aware of what other people are thinking. And potentially you're a little under aware. <laughs> <laughs> and what is that supposed to mean? It means that together we keep each other balanced. No, and that's so true. Because I feel like sometimes you make me put myself first. Mm. And sometimes I help you put others first. (laughs) No, because sometimes, like, you will do or say things. And I'm like, like, when you went to work that one day in um, the snowstorm. And I was like, she's not really going to go to work. Like, she'll stay home. And then I was laying in my bed because it was a snowstorm. And I see you go by with your parka. (laughs) I'm like, is she really and I was going like, to work right now? And you were so sad about it. And I was like, why is she making herself? I was so confused. I was like, why is she doing all of this? Why is she doing the most for nothing? And then I said, that's just the way she is. And, and it's like something that I personally will never understand. And that's what I always have to remind myself to. That's just the way she is. And the thing is, too, what's so funny is because, not to bring the Enneagram into this, but, like, you always I'm, do. I'm in the heart center, so, like, my go-to reaction is, like, sad and guilt and shame. And so when I think about you and, like, when I think about you in the sense where I assume you're like me, I'm like, she's got to feel so sad and guilty all the time. About what? It's about life. Just, like, about things that you shouldn't. Like, I'm not saying you should. Mm-hmm. This is a flaw of mine. <laughs> but your go-to is anger and like when, yeah, when I don't do something the way that you think I should do you, you get frustrated I do you're like how could she be like that you yeah. get frustrated I get heartbroken you and that's just another difference and I wonder because like I feel like it can sometimes be easier to get over anger than heartbreak which is maybe why you cry yourself to sleep at night and I say Psh, forget about it oh, I don't think I cry myself to sleep that often okay um just want to clarify that <laughs> but yeah but how I often I don't know Five times a year. Okay, good. Phew. I was gonna say like once a week. Was right. Once a week. No. Um, I kind of love crying. But there's something about it. You know what I mean? We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we'll get. There's something about crying yourself to sleep. Um, but also I just don't think I've ever been angry in my life personally. Oh. I'm just always sad. Oh, I'm but you rarely, rarely sad. sad. You're usually always angry because you you get frustrated. I. That's so my impression of you. <laughs> yeah. 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 
you know those little girls in Inside Out and her little brain? I'm the red one and you're the sad one. <laughs> so true. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're both joy. <laughs> yeah. And what brings me joy mm. is Zoop House. <laughs> Thank you for going down that slippery slope with us. You learned a lot about, honestly, our friendship. That was, that was friendship therapy. Yeah. Yeah, we needed that. Um, and where did, oh, we were talking about how I eat my food. But there yeah. is something magical about having that plate. And I remember that was like a luxury because like we had plates. Why was my mom going to spend three bucks on a pack of 12 animal paper plates? But it was so special. But whenever those got whipped out, the way it was, who's going to get what animal? And also, I feel like that was such an age appropriate trend. Okay, but I would dare to say, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. But like my point is like, I feel like now, like trends, we're all experiencing similar trends. And it's like, dance trends or social media trends and the first graders are with it too i'm seeing them whip out their little tiktok dances Mm -hmm. but i'm like have you met a zoo pal (laughs) like let me introduce you to a friend because this is some cool shit i have an old friend and his name is mr pal yeah meet him yeah um next up we've got the old tooth tunes tooth tunes this one hit me this morning as i was brushing my teeth and i said you know how i could make this better a little jingle is as I was hearing Hannah Montana right yeah. now. And the thing is that I want to say up front is don't even come at me with the, you could play a song while you brush your teeth. It's literally not the same. And I feel like the person that would come at us with that with peace and love is your brother. He might. Um, but like, it's not the same, Alex. It's not the same because it's a specific cut of a song. Yes. Time to make sure that my teeth to ins- it's a specific cut of a song to ensure proper oral hygiene. And the ease of it just being like, yeah, when I turn it on, it's going to do it. I don't have to do any fumbling around with my Mm-mm. phone. It's so easy. Done and done. Yeah. And like my toothbrush right now, it has a button to turn on. Why can't it just turn a little music too? Well, because yeah, it's already doing a timer. Why do we take the joy out of life once you turn nine years old? And that is the age old question that we need to explore. Because we've talked about it on various levels, mm-hmm. but it's so true. Yeah. Because you're allowed to eat off of an animal plate. Now yeah. you just have to eat off a regular plate. Yeah. You're allowed to listen to Camp Rock while you brush your teeth. Now you just have to listen to... <laughs> that was a really good toothbrush noise. Do that again. <laughs> That's a really good. It's all in the throat. You should go on stage. Okay, yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Thank you. Let's bring back joy. Yeah. BBJ. Bring back joy. BBJ. Yeah. Bring back joy. Um, the next one, I don't want to get too deep into this one because, spoiler alert, I think we're going to do an episode where we will have more space to talk about this one, but I want to talk about Webkins. Webkins. I, I'll be honest, never was a Webkins girl. Really? I was a, I was a Webkins head. You love to take care of things. <laughs> I do love to take care of things. I have, I'm going to share one Webkins story today, and as okay. a teaser, a different Webkins story that's better is going to come on the other episode. Stay tuned. But this one is that... This is one time in my life where I have been frustrated. And this was, I didn't know what Webkinz were. And it was my friend Kate's birthday. And I said, what do you want for your birthday, Kate? And she said, a Webkinz. And I said, now what is that? <laughs> and she said, it's like a little animal you take care of. And I said, I'm not getting you a pet. <laughs> like, what do you think I am? And she said, no, no, no. It's like a stuffed animal, but you do have to take care of it. And I said, you don't actually have to take care of stuffed animals, Kate. You literally don't. Wake up. Wake up, America. And she was like, no, I want a Webkinz. It's a little animal you take care of. And I just remember being on that playground and being so mad. And then I remember going home and maybe popping Webkinz into Google. I don't know how I found out the truth. And I was like, oh. <laughs> that, and I went and I got her one. I hope you also apologized. I don't know that I ever humbled myself to well, do so. You probably still thought you were you were in the right, she was in the wrong. I was like, she could have explained it better. Right, sure. I I wish I I wish I was a web a Webkinz girl. A kinster? A kinster, but I'm not. I, I'll bring back kinsters. I can't take care of things. No, that's so true. But the thing was, like, there were so many different experiences you could have in Webkin's world. Yeah. Like, you could just be a gamer. Yeah. You didn't have to be a mother. Yeah. All right. Up next, we got the eye dogs. The eye dogs. If you were around 2006, 2007, and you were a GLU, you know about the eye dogs. You were getting your eye dog out. You were putting it on that hardwood living room floor. Oh, hell yeah. And you were saying, dance for me, dog. <laughs> dance for me, dance, dog. Monkey, dance, monkey, dance, monkey, dance, oh, monkey, dance, monkey, dance, monkey, dance. Yeah. And the way that his little face lit up in time, the music, yeah, was so cool. 
No, I want an eye dog. No, it was technology, like, unlike anything we had ever seen before at that point. Literally revolutionary. And didn't they start making other animals? Weren't there then eye other things? I think there was, yeah. But the dog was the OG. The dog I like was I the OG. I got the dog for my birthday one year. I, I think I did too. But what were we hooking it up to? Because I don't think I had an iPod at that point. I feel like you had to hook it up to your iPod. I don't think I had an iPod till I was like in fifth grade. And I definitely got this in like second grade maybe. You had to hook it up to your... We'll go into it. But I'm pretty sure you had to hook it up to your iPod. Maybe you could hook it up to like a computer. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, just don't know how I did that otherwise. Okay. Around the same time as iDogs took over the world. I want to talk about those books, Scary Stories to Read in the Dark. Were those the hottest commodity at your school library? I don't know if they were the hottest commodity in the school library, but I do remember scary stories in and of themselves mm-hmm. being really popular around mm. this time. And I wonder if there's a correlation there because I feel like it was around this time period, maybe like a little bit later that like, we were always telling scary stories. Like I still remember some to this day. There was one about a man with um, a wooden leg and there was one about, oh my God, this one was haunting, haunting. But it was a story um, and it was like the girl, there was a thunderstorm and her parents were not home and she like always slept with her dog next to her bed and then whenever it stormed she would put her hand in her bed and her dog would like lick it for comfort and it was storming so she kept putting her hand in her bed so that her dog could like lick her hand or whatever and she kept hearing this like drip 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 and she's like what is that like it's not the thunderstorm what is that drip 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 she sticks her hand in her bed dog licks her hand she's like drip 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 eventually she gets out of bed goes to check in the bathroom what does she see her dead dog is hanging in the bathroom and the drip 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 is its blood and then she says what was under my bed and that's how the story ends <gasps> i do feel like i've heard that one is before. that haunting that's haunting and i remember telling that to every girl who would listen <laughs> what business did we have telling those tales at age eight no business i think my dad told me that one <gasps> that's child abuse <laughs> i he or maybe he told me that he definitely told me a scary story because i remember him being but i think it might have been like tell me it because he was like a good storyteller mm-hmm. But I shouldn't have been asking for no, that. You didn't know what you were getting into. No. I was very anti-scary stories. Even those scaries, because I remember the scary stories to tell in the dark books. There was like it was like a series of them. They were always checked out at the library. And I remember whenever it was my class's turn to go to the library, it was a mad dash to that section to see what books were in and who mm-hmm. was gonna get it. Mm-hmm. And if you got it, you were the most popular kid in school. Yeah. But I hated them because they frightened me. And I already had enough trouble sleeping at night. But I remember one time, a little bit post this, I feel like. But that's when I learned the tale of Bloody Mary. (laughs) And nothing has ever scared me as much as Bloody Mary. I didn't turn off the lights in the bathroom until, like, high school. Like, I was petrified of Bloody Mary. I still don't turn around in the bathroom. And (gasps) I... Should we do it? Bloody Mary. No, no, stop, 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 stop. I... That's... She popped on the TV. Oh, my God. That's so scary. And... (laughs) I shouldn't have told you this information. Um... But this was a time that I did tell a lie, and I'm just now coming clean with the truth. But after I heard... stop Bloody Mary? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was told the Bloody Mary tale around 10 a.m. at school. <laughs> I then faked sick because I had to go home. <gasps> That's worse than saying you saw her and lied. I, I was so unwell. I had to go home, so I pretended like I was sick so that my mom could come get me. Sorry, mom. I wasn't sick. And did you burst into tears? I just, I was like, I need to be, I need to lie down. <laughs> One way to do that was say that I'm about to throw up. I have to be horizontal to process Bloody Mary. <laughs> it was so scary to me. I think it's ever spooked me like Bloody Mary did. <laughs> That's so funny. I can't be alone in this. That's so funny. Um. Okay, next this one honestly is always around in some very niche sub communities, mm-hmm. and that's Healy's. Yeah, and like I want to be a part of those communities, but I, I don't know if I have the hand-eye coordination. I don't think you do. I don't think your hands are actually part of it. I don't have the balance for yeah. Healy's. I wasn't allowed to have Healy's. I don't think I. I, I think, think my mom part of it is like. <laughs> I mean, my mom too. I never had Healy's. So I've always wanted. Yeah, Healy's. it's like fascination with what you can't have. But like, I don't think that either of us could heal. No, I think our parents knew that and they said, we can't get these girls Heelys unless we're going to have to pay our entire deductible. Yes. <laughs> like, I would have needed someone holding my hands mm-hmm. on both sides. Helmet, knee pads on. Yeah. If I was to Heely. And people were out here healing down the halls. And the way that, like, 
at any time, maybe you could accidentally have to heal you because, like, what if the wheel slipped out? Yes. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Uh, oh, the next one, this was my bread and butter. Silly bands. My bread and butter, too. Where were you when you saw your first silly band? Like, I actually can't recall, but I do know that it changed my life. Yeah, I remember where I was when I had silly bands up and down my arms. That was Miss Wooden's fourth grade class. Yeah. I think for my 10th birthday, all I got is gifts for silly bands, and they were up both arms in rainbow order. Yeah. I also... I didn't do rainbow order. I was just... Slap those suckers on. It's every which way? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I remember that... So I feel like silly bands were, like, in their zenith. Mm-hmm. Our, like, fifth to sixth grade years. People were not wearing the bands in sixth grade. I think they died out, like, when we started sixth grade. I feel like they were fourth to fifth. Oh, I didn't hear of them until fifth grade. Mm. But I feel like from, like... The end of fifth grade to like the the summer before sixth was popular. Anyways, my point within that is that I moved that summer, and I think that was my first introduction to like supply and demand, and economics in general. Because I feel like did, were you all out on that street trading your silly bands? Like oh, there yeah. was a market value. Yeah. And to be like, oh, the ones in DC that were coveted are actually a plenty in Alabama but the ones that I have 10 of stockpiled because they are everywhere you can get your hands on silly bands in DC are actually gold in Alabama that was a crazy wake-up call and I remember going moving to Alabama school hadn't started going to that playground making friends because I had like a race car or something that was so coveted there and I just like someone how where are they now the silly band inventor no, and I feel like they're, they've got to be rolling in it. They've got to be, the way that we were buying those up. But it's such, like, I just wondered, did they, they didn't know the power that they had in changing the shapes of rubber bands, but it was so powerful. But it was genius, because what a cheap product to make. People, there's no, like, limit to how many you need. Kids are going to trade them, and there's going to be a, a culture around it. And they're going to need them. Something I didn't realize until literally this week was that it was not just kids that were into it. A... I'm watching an old season of Survivor from, like, 2009, 2010, and the castaways are, like, wearing silly bands. Like, full-grown adults, like, took a silly band from home to remember their family. I was like, what? They don't bring it up, but I'm watching it. And I'm like, that's a silly band. I know a silly I band. I know a silly band when I see it. Yeah, I do. And secondarily, I Googled silly bands before we did this pod. There's pictures of the Kardashians wearing them. <gasps> that was, I felt like I shouldn't be seeing that. Yeah. That's, No. The Kardashians, I think that's the one and only time they've ever worn something that's within my budget. Yeah. The Kardashians wore silly bands. Let that sink in for a minute because I don't think that that's information that they want us to know. That's like when you see this thing, it's like things the world doesn't want you Mm -hmm. to see and it's like an octopus running on land. Yeah. This is that. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. Wow. Um, okay, moving into the 2010s. I feel like now we're in our middle school era. We are absolutely in our middle school era, and we were coming in strong with those hair feathers. The hair feathers. Mine was blue. Mine, I think, was red. That was bold of me. That was really bold. Where was yours on your head? Right here. Like, kind of, like, it's, like, always, I feel like, in the middle of the side. Yes. Because you want it to be seen, but, like, you're not going to have it be the front piece. It can't be the first piece. No. But it needs to be, like... Yeah, and it needs to be on the very top so that no matter how, which way you wear your hair, it's, it's there. there. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I felt, I thought I was grown when I got my hair feather. Oh, absolutely. That was like, I'm a teenager now. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a hair feather. Like, hello world. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Painting your room lime green. Yeah. I actually, I never fell victim to that, but I can't think of a single one of my friends who did it. I did. Yeah? I fell victim. I fell hard. It was ugly. Yeah. I'll go. And your room still, well, your bathroom's still lime green. Is your well, actual childhood No, room? my actual childhood bedroom, because I remember when we moved into back into that house, um, and it was the bathroom. I said, my mom said, what's the color scheme? And I said, bright blue and lime green. And a, a she said, duo. okay. And just recently was the bathroom repainted, like beige, more, something more more tangible. The blue was allowed to stay, mm-hmm. but the lime green simply had to go. Because that's a wake-up call. No, and now, like, my parents use my room as, like, a guest bedroom, and I think maybe guests were complaining or something. <laughs> Terrible reviews <laughs> on Airbnb. Yeah. I, the only reason why I don't think I fell victim to it is because we weren't allowed to paint our walls. Yeah. And then when I did, it was, like, slightly past that trend, so I fell victim to the, like, seafoam blue. 
Did you fall victim to zebra print? Well, that's what I was going back to is in 2011 or whatever that was is when my sister and I had always shared a room and then we each got to have our own bedrooms. And so I got to like redo my room. I couldn't paint, but I had lime green everywhere. Like anything I could purchase that was lime green was instead purchased lime green, hot pink and zebra print. That was the holy trinity of 2011. Mm -hmm. What an awful time. I wonder if it'll ever come back. I'm alarmed to think that it might. Like, what are you going to do if your teenage daughter comes to you and says, I need to go to Lowe's? I'd say, listen to me now. Like, I'll, I'll, I would, I'll get you the world, but you're going to regret this. The thing is, you can always go back and change it. Yeah. It'll bring joy in the moment. But you won't forget. So true. Okay. Up next, the punched out 3D glasses. These were so in. I don't think this was as in in my region as it was in yours. It was so, so in. And like, I remember people specifically going to 3D movies just to get the glasses. And I remember like, I don't know if, like, I, I think prior to people taking them and punching out the 3D lens, movie theaters would like have the bucket to like reduce, reuse, recycle. This is pre-global pandemic. We were doing things like that. And like you could donate your glasses. And then I remember there was a time where like the theater that was closest to us that showed 3D movies, they were like, you have to, be, you can't take these out of the theater. Because Contraband? Were, it, that was my vocabulary was at school. Ah. People were stealing, like taking so many that the theater was like, supply and demand we weren't expecting the teenagers to take over like this that's crazy yeah were people literally just out on the streets wearing it to like school yeah that's embarrassing uh, yeah i think the only time i ever did that was like on tacky day people were wearing them that's crazy i know um okay my next one is crackle nails were yeah. you here for this oh was i the way that i needed my nails to have a little crackle i think Let's bring it back. I, I actually don't like it. I think it looks like your nail polish is just chipped. But there's a little secret underneath. <laughs> I know, but... And then it makes your nails too thick because you have to have... It's like so many coats of polish. Maybe you're doing too many layers. Maybe you weren't Maybe. crackling right. Maybe I wasn't crackling right. I think crackle's so fun. I don't like it. I'm not... A, I'm an anti-crackle. I'm team crackle. Let us know what you think. Sorry. Okay. Uggs. Yeah. Uggs were around for a while. I feel like Uggs were like 8th grade to like 10th, 11 mm -hmm. would be pushing it, you know? Yeah. Like Uggs, they came to stay because not only was it a strong fashion choice, it was pragmatic. No, because it was comfy cozy and the way that you could do like your like lazy day at school where you wear like a little sweatshirt and leggings, but you tie it together with the Uggs and now it's like cool. She's so effortlessly yeah. cool. Yeah. Like she didn't even try. Were you a short Ugg or a high Ugg? I was a high Ugg. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like hitting you mid-calf. Mid, Mid-calf. Mid like right where like if you wore like the little bit higher socks. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. If I could go back, which I mean Uggs, they've always been like dormantly around, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And they're having their resurgence. They, they're always there like on. Waiting for their time. Right underneath the surface. And then you just, something happens. They pop out. The like, the Ugg slippers are super in, but I do really like those short, short Uggs. I, the problem with Uggs for me is they're just not practical because you can't get them wet. No. And I feel like the weather in which I would want to wear Uggs is like, I'm probably going to get a little wet. Yeah. Yeah. I, the image that I'll never forget is like, picture this. It's 2012. You're going over to your friend's house for a sleepover. You open the door and it's just a mountain of Uggs because mm -hmm. every girl there has taken off her Uggs. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of comforting. Do you remember what color Uggs you had? Oh, I didn't realize there were multiple colors. There was light brown and dark brown. Oh, I think I had light brown. I had dark brown. Was dark brown like, like chocolatey brown? Mm -hmm. I've never seen anyone wear a pair of those. All the girls I knew were light browners. Dark brown was in. Did it not clash with black leggings? Not super powerfully. Hmm. I, I think, think I had chocolate image ones. That. I could be remembering a different version of reality. I don't know. You never know. In the same time as hugs. The dystopian fiction. Yeah. The Hunger Games. Divergent. I'm sure there were more, but those are the two biggies. Those took over in middle they school. They took over. The way that I was certain there was going to be some kind of apocalypse. Yes. Yes. And, like, they're still pretty good. I have been on Hunger Games TikTok, but, like, I don't want to be. Because the thing is, here's my 
truth. I was the biggest Hunger Games girl. I have never seen that final movie because I got I so haven't sick either. Of it. I haven't either. Should we rewatch all the Hunger Games and then watch it? Do yeah. you think we'll get sick of it again though in our rewatching? <sighs> no, because it's like a moment in time. Worth a shot. Yeah, let's try it. The first one's just ge- genuinely the best. No, it's so good. Decline. Yeah, I okay. I'm partial to the second. <clears throat> I think the second really? is really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. But I also had a big crush on Finnick, and rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, Team Gail or Team Pita? Team. I was more in the movies. I was attracted to Gail more than I was Pita, but I'm a Pita girl at heart. I'm the inverse. <gasps> I in the movies I was attracted to Peta more, but I wanted her to be with Gail. Fascinating. Yeah. We have to we need to analyze that later because yeah. what does that mean for us? No, I agree. Okay. Um up next, we got ombre. Mm-hmm. Ombre everything. Yeah. Ombre hair, ombre shirts, ombre wall, ombre lava lamp, ombre paper. I forgot about ombre spreading its wings to more than just hair. <laughs> ombre, I remember every girl wanted ombre hair. Oh, every girl I forgot ombre, that yeah. you were getting like ombre shirts. And like ombre cups. Mm-hmm. Everything was ombre for a minute. Everything was ombre. People had ombre like prom dresses. Yes! That's crazy. Yeah. Do you remember, I can't remember what year it was, but like the, the dress. Oh, blue and black. Were you white and gold? I can't remember now. I'm going to have to look it up later. But let us know blue and black, white, or gold. It was definitely blue and black. I'm going to look it up later. I think the girl who saw the dress came out and said it was blue and black. Really? Yeah, like that was the truth. This one? Yeah. White and gold. You see white and gold? I see white and gold. <gasps> Shut up. I remember there was like one. You see blue and black? I see blue and black. When you look at this right now? There was one day I opened it and for a split second I could see white and gold, but I've never once otherwise been able to see white and gold. I'm literally, I don't know how you're seeing blue and black. I don't know how you're seeing white. And again, we're just. This? That's blue and black. You're gaslighting me. No, I think people who are saying that it's white and gold, they just want attention. So what do you see here? We're looking at three images right now. And it's blue and black. It's just this one's the brightest blue and black, and this one's the most faded. I will say in this image down here, that is white and gold to me. That's a different dress, I think. Okay. So me, I see white and gold, white and gold a little bit like dimmer, and blue and black. No way. Wait, is the white, which one's white and which one's gold in the stripes? The part that you see as black, I see as gold, and the part that you see as blue, I see as white. Fascinating. What's the science behind this? We'll look into that later. Okay. We'll probably watch a YouTube video on it. Yeah. Um, okay, the next one is Flappy Bird, which I was never into Flappy Bird. I, I need you to take the reins. I was. I flapped. You flapped. Yeah. What is the premise of Flappy Bird? So it was this little game, and do you remember this at all? I remember people being like, Flappy Bird, but I don't think I've ever... It was the simplest game, but it was the whole premise is there's a bird and you have to like get him between the poles you would have loved it i do think i've played it once or twice but i didn't have an addiction and it's like the number of times like you tap it is like how high the bird is going Mm -hmm. i was addicted i because i love competition and i wanted i want to be the best of myself so i'd like i need to get more flappy birds you need to flap more need to flap more but the whole thing was, like, people were becoming so addicted to it that it was, like, people were spending their... I, I have my limits, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, people were spending their entire days and nights... Lapping away. Lapping. And so it was removed from everyone's phones, removed from the Apple Store, taken the, away from us. Did the government us. have that kind of control? I think it was the creator of the app was, like, That's I've done thing. something. I've I've made a mistake. I recognize the Open. era in my ways. Open Poseidon's box. Poseidon. <laughs> What? Isn't that a phrase? Poseidon's box? I've opened Poseidon's box. No. It means you, like, let out a big problem? I don't think it's Poseidon. (laughs) What is the phrase? Is it open Poseidon's chest? It's not Poseidon's box. I know what you're trying to say. What is it? Oh, I'm so mad right now. What is it? Who are other mythological creatures? Is it a different myth? Pandora's box. Pandora. Pandora. Pandora's box. Which remember Pandora, the music thing? Oh my gosh, she lost a lead there. She did. She did. She had a Spotify's year. Spotify's a lead. Came in. The underdog. Yeah, 
Back to Flappy Bird. Mm-hmm. The creator was like, I've opened Pandora's box. I recognize the era in my ways. And we're going to get this girl out of here. We, mm-hmm. we got to go. Wow. And then everyone just one day, where is Flappy Bird? He didn't put out a notice. It was cold treatment. That's You had rough. people who were addicted. Did people do quit? crazy things? I, we're, we're, we have so much research to do after this. So much more. But, like, I remember, like, some people started to, like, come out with other apps and it was, like, like Flappy Cow and things like that. And it was, like, never exactly the same. But, like, you had to do it because you were weaning yourself off of yeah. Flappy Bird. But we he really had us all out here quitting our addiction cold turkey. I know that people are always, like, 2020 is the craziest year. 2012. Oh, no year will ever be more wacko oh. than 2012. 2012 and we was have to crazy. But we had, obviously, Flappy Bird disappearing. We had Coney. Stop Coney. <laughs> Did he ever get stopped? We thought the world was going to end. We had One Direction performing at the Olympics. There was... The world was in shambles. I think Glee was still on. <laughs> 2012 was insane. Literally, Call 20 maybe came out. 2012 was Delulu. It was unstoppable. 20- if, if you survived 2012, hands up. We are a united force. 2012 was unhinged. 2012 survivors can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. I can't read that, so you're going to have to go. <laughs> okay. So, planking. Planking! Do you remember? Yeah. When got big and like. It wasn't even in the sense of, like, how planking is an exercise. Like, people just all of a sudden would lie down. <laughs> what was with that? And it'd be like, like, planking on the curb, planking on the desk, be, planking on the floor. The way we would react. We would think it was revolutionary. Like, oh, oh, my, my gosh. God. You're planking there. It was literally lying down. And along with planking, the Harlem Shake. <laughs> Should we bring back the Harlem Shake? No. I want to do an heiress tour Harlem Shake. No. 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 Uh, actually, yeah. So, At first I was against it, but like the way that that would reset the internet. Because the thing is, enough time has passed to where now it's camp. Put it on the Swifty boards. Like, fan project. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Harlem Shake. Let's do it. Let's do it. If you're going to the Chicago Eras tour, just put that in your calendar. We're Make Harlem sure. Shaking. We're Harlem Shaking. Let's see, when should we do it? We're Harlem Shaking <laughs> right after... Bad blood finishes. <laughs> yeah. Get ready to shake. Get ready to shake. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That wraps up all of the trends that we wanted to dive into. A walk down memory lane. We have a lot of research to do. I like, do we have a pen? I need to make some notes. Well, we have this. We have our list. So true. That'll refresh us. Yeah. But yeah, if we forgot any trends, please let yeah, us know. Because I'm sure there's more. I feel like we just scratched the surface. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely scratched the surface, but I feel like we came up with some more as we are going through. Mm-hmm. But please remind us of what else was going on, especially in 2012. Because that, a year to be reckoned with. <laughs> Let's get into our Aqua Notes. Switching on over to the old Aqua Notes. This is a fun little, a fun little week we had. And this is inedible things we wish were ice cream flavors. And please, like, use your imagination for this. I feel like this is one of the ones where, like, the girls that get it, get it. Yeah. But this is like if you could take a moment, an idea, concept, and turn it into something you could taste, what yeah. we would wish. Yeah. And like you just need to really right now, like take a minute, pause, reset, tap into your creative. Get in the right headspace. And let's go for it. Yeah. And if we, if you have one that we don't say, please let us know because I am fascinated by this. Yeah. Okay. My first three is a rooftop in the summer. Enough said. Reputation by Taylor. This one actually, this is a free business idea to any ice cream shop owners. Please just because I'm giving you an idea, make it all dairy free. <laughs> Drop a line of every album because I'm picturing like reputation is like charcoal covered. Yes. But it has like marshmallows and like heart sprinkles in it. When but you say like, charcoal, like, I mean, it's not flavored like charcoal. Yeah. It's flavored something else, but it's like black. Yeah. Like, yeah. But then like 1989 is like cotton candy. Mm-hmm. And then like Evermore is like. Like, almost like a cinnamon toast crunch flavor. Like, you could get real creative. I think that's a great idea. This is actually a genius idea. No, Should literally. we go to the ice cream business? Probably, yeah. We have so many business endeavors. What was the other one we came up with? I don't know. Wait, it was like a podcast-specific oh, one. no, no, no. We, but should we say this? We want to put out, when we, when we get big and famous, 
we want to put out a nail polish line. Yeah. And we have so many ideas. For, We're not like, going to tell them all. We're not going to say them all, but we have ideas to put out like lines of nail polish that have to do with the podcast. And then all the colors have something to do. And it makes sense because we love painting our nails. We always paint our nails multiple colors. Like, it's just really on brand. <laughs> um, so please make us big and famous so we can put out our own nail polish line. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Essie, if you're listening. And then the last one I have in my first batch is October 14th. I'm just like, what would that taste like? Yeah, that's a good day to choose. Mm-hmm. Okay, my first three, summer rain. Good one. Last day of school. And you added and first, which I agree with. Because yeah. those are two very different flavors. Yes. But, oh, I want to taste them. But imagine like a swirl <gasps> of the flavors. That would be very emotionally confusing, actually. I don't think I <laughs> want that. This is kind of giving Willy Wonka. Yes, it is. Um... And then walking into a warm house from the snow. Yeah. That feeling of your cheeks are cold, your body's cold, it's a clash of temperatures. Mm. Yeah. Let me live in it. Um, Mary Rose Gilbo. Y'all know her. <laughs> Miss Khaki and Red Top on yeah. American Idol. Yeah. When she, I, wanna, I want an ice cream flavor specifically of how she's saying, I feel the earth move. move. Yeah. yeah. I want an ice cream flavor of that. Yeah. Um, the Scholastic Book Fair. I already know that's going to taste good. Yeah. And then just a general Friday afternoon. There's something about a Friday which afternoon. Which I was about to say, which is what we are in right now. But it's... I today also thought it was Friday. I went to school and I was pulling up my slides and I was like going to the Friday slides and I was like, wait, it's, not it's literally Friday. not even Friday. It's a tough blow. Straight to the chest. Yeah. Um... Okay, my last three, an elementary snow day, specifically the moment that it's broadcasted on TV at 6 a.m. Did you endure this as well? You're bundled up, you're sleepy, you got sleep in your eyes, you're in your jammies, you're hoping, you're praying, you're wishing, you've done every trick in the book to get that snow day. spoon under your pillow. Mm -hmm. You are sat in front of that TV at 6 a.m. sharp, watching the news, watching the weather, watching the schools at the bottom Fly on by, and you are waiting. Your fingers are crossed for your county. I have never prayed as hard as I prayed <laughs> sitting in front of that TV wanting for a snow day. And the feeling that you get when it goes across saying, no school, euphoria. Yeah. Did you ever make snow ice cream? Did I? I'm picturing this ice cream flavor being like a professionally made snow ice cream. Mm, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, A much needed shower. Yeah. And I would like to add the caveat that this is in a physical or emotional sense. And maybe those are two different flavors because the feeling of like getting, maybe this is a little vulnerable, a little TMI, but the feeling of getting in the shower when you are dirty and gross. (laughs) Yeah. And just like feeling yourself be clean and And like not having to worry anymore. And then you're like, baby's back. Baby's back, born again. But also the feeling of getting in the shower when you're emotionally spent Baby's because back again. There's nothing. A good shower and a good nap. Can't fix. So true. Um, and then the last thing I have, falling asleep after sobbing. Bring us right back to where we started. <laughs> no, because you never sleep as well as you do this. No, night. and that feeling after you finish just like, like I'm talking sobbing. Guttural. <laughs> you are broken. Every part of your face is wet. Your eyes are aching. And you're face down in that pillow. <laughs> And then that moment afterwards, you've settled, you've calmed, the storm is over, you're exhausted, and that sleep is so, so, so good. Like, I've never been so exhausted as I have after falling asleep, after sobbing. And I have no idea what that would taste like, but I want to know. Yeah. Okay, well, now it's time for our bingo card check-in, because it is the end of April, Mm -hmm. and it's time to see where we are at check-in number two of the year. Yeah. Okay, looking at my bingo card, the first thing I got up here, play tennis. This is not marked off yet, but it will be so soon. I honestly, like, in the next two weeks, I feel like it's going to be consistently tennis weather and we'll be hitting the courts. We're going to be on the courts. Four times a week. Yeah, yeah. I cannot wait to play tennis. Yeah. We're going to get out there and we're going to play. And have I played tennis before? Yes. Was I any good at it? No. No. Do I still believe that I will hit the courts and Serena Williams will have to... Scoot on over. Scoot on over. Yeah, I believe with every inch of my body. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, is I'm really great at weight tennis. So, it's easy. It's transferable skill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Next, I have Read 25 Books, which I'm doing pretty good on. I feel like I know that in quarter three of school, I read 10 books. Oh, girl, you're doing great then. But... Oh, wait, yeah, actually, I am doing Because, like, you're great. supposed to do two a month about if you're going to do 25 books in the year. I hit a bit of a lull, and it's just the April lull. But honestly, 10 books, that's where you should be by, like, the end of the May. So yeah. you're already ahead. So I'm doing really good. And I actually think I read a couple more books than that, but they were books that I read in quarter four. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm doing really good with my 25 book goal. Guest star on a TV show. I feel like we almost got it that one day. We were walking down the street, and they were definitely filming some kind of show. They were filming The Bear. Yeah, The Bear is filming near us, which is a show I need to lay my eyes on the actors, specifically Jeremy Allen White. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really, really crossing my fingers for that one. Well, time, only time will tell. Attend the Women's World Cup. I don't know. It's a gamble. Year. It's a gamble. Um, five people I know get engaged. I think I might be there. Really? Yeah. There's been a lot of engagements, specifically of elementary ed majors. Mm. It's, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm crossing that one off. Mm-hmm. I've done that, which ugh, I'm so close to a bingo. Okay, going to the dentist is something I need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to do that. It's very much on my list. Making amends with enemies, I did that last time. Check. We're, we're good there. Jojo Siwa enters her Matthew Morrison era. I can't remember if I marked this off last time, but I am marking it off yeah. so powerfully right now. I think you right officially now. can. She's unbearable. Yeah. Really close to making it through the school year. Um... I did not have any horrendous slips and falls in the snow. We can only hope and wait for December. <laughs> we'll see if that happens. Honestly, that's one where I'm like, I'm okay with not crossing it off. So true. Like, I want to stay where I am in terms of me Upright. in the snow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, someone I know is having a child out of wedlock. So I can cross that off. And you know her too. Um, I've been staying in therapy. I'm going to a wedding next weekend. I won trivia. A close friend went through a breakup. Honestly, I'm doing a great job on my bingo card. I'm really impressed with myself. You should be. You're doing, I don't think I have half as many. I don't think I have any, actually. I just, like, I can see the future. Yeah. No, you're so, so true. Okay, mine, cry because of the cold. Yes. (laughs) There was a time the other day where I cried... I was literally thinking, I was like, I need to remember the story so I can tell it on the pod. I can't remember what it was. I, like, didn't cry because of the cold, but then in hindsight, if it hadn't been cold, that wouldn't have broken me. Yeah. Does no, that I make sense? It. No, it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, publicly wipeout on ice. I'm also, I've been so solid. And we also so, slayed ice skating. Exactly. Like, I really thought that would be my day, but it wasn't. Um, a close friend enters a serious relationship. I can check that off. I've had two friends that I feel like are at this point, like, I can now say... It's not just like a flame. Bummer. Um, do a pull-up. So working on that one, girls. Honestly, I feel like the karaoke ones, I got both of those already. Oh, here's the hard one. Joe Alwyn and Paul Meskel spotted together at Erez. Girls, I underestimated my own powers. <laughs> because since I put this on my bingo card, both Paul and Phoebe have broken up. And Joe and Taylor. So what powers are you thinking you underestimated? Negative ones. Oh. We've got a villain on our hands. Yeah. Apparently I'm a villain. Yeah. It's me. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. And maybe we still will see Joe and Paul together at Eras, and that would be so funny. Yeah. Because, like, maybe he already bought his tickets, and he spent hours in the Ticketmaster queue. He's not going <laughs> to give them up now. Mm-hmm. Car drama. Check, check, and check. Oh, boy. Yeah. Because I got my ticket. <laughs> Caught my ticket. Currently need an oil change. That kind of thing. Um, Harry Styles dates AOC. As far as we know, he hasn't. But, but he's also single he's, right now. Yeah, he's on the mingle. She's also um, just one thing. She's engaged. So I just want to make that abundantly clear. I, you told me that when I put it on my card. I didn't know that before I put it on my card. Yeah. I made a lot of mistakes when making this card because, as we've seen, I don't have a ton. Yeah. Yeah, I've had none other ones. Pete Davidson nukes still aren't leaked. My heart is fully intact. <laughs> Unless I can count, like, secondhand heartbreak no. from Joe and Taylor. No. No. And Zentayla and Tom Holland, I don't think, are pregnant. So I have to really hope for a great term three. Yeah. I'm I'm proud of myself. I'm doing great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Slays and dismays. Slays and dismays. My slay is last week we went to Navy Pier. Mm-hmm. And we got a little drink. And mm-hmm. we walked around. And it felt like summer. Because we were wearing our little sundresses. We had a little frozen bevy. And it was just so nice to have a little taste of sunshine. Yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. 
but my just oh my dismay is when is also from saturday night it's from when i thought we were going to die in that uber um because we got an uber back home yeah and he made like two wrong turns within the first five minutes mm -hmm. and then he clicked something in his uber app which maybe was just like where he needs to go to pick up his next riders i don't know but like i'm not an uber driver yeah but he had made two wrong turns which already had me on, on edge. edge and then he clicked something and up and it said like directions to the cemetery yeah and, and like, you and i both clocked it and diana was in the front seat just la -da -da. and you and i like we were clocking it we were making eye contact we were game planning in our heads i had my i was thinking can i like, choke this man i because i that was like the first thing i was like is can we take him and, and like there was absolutely yes 100 i was sitting right behind him i could have taken him in an he instant. was clocking in at 110 <laughs> But, like, I was concerned about his friends. No, because I was concerned he's going to take us to the cemetery, and it was going to be a bunch of grave diggers. And Diana would say, hey, what are we doing here? She'd say, oh, I think you made a wrong turn. Yeah. And then the second he started to almost make a third wrong turn is when I was like, do I say something? Mm. And then he immediately corrected his turn. Yeah. He was like, he just, like, he was supposed to get into the turning lane, and he didn't, and he immediately got in the turning lane, and I was like, okay, we're good. And then that was at the point where, like, I knew the way home, and so I was watching his every turn but i was game planning for how we were going to get out of this Girl, me because i was too. like do we say something or just because like i feel like saying something and letting him know that we're on to him and like yeah. maybe we call the police but then i was also worried that if i say something he whips out a gun you know there was a lot of things to calculate in that so moment. many things to weigh. yeah lots yeah. of options yeah um okay my sleigh is that I made spaghetti this week. <laughs> and boy, you made it. And every time that I have spaghetti and meatballs, I forget that spaghetti and meatballs are a thing. No, and you put that little parm on the top. That's my crush right now. That's my crush right now. Literally, spaghetti and meatballs is my crush right now. Crushing. Crushing horde. Yeah. My dismay is the sheer emotional whiplash that we've had from the weather the past week. She's been a fickle mistress. Because the way that we were in our sundresses on Saturday and I was marching to school in the snow on Monday was so painful to reckon with. Sundresses on Saturday, snow on Monday, tornado on Thursday. And the fact that What's going Saturday on? morning, I sat in shorts and a t-shirt in my hammock, soaking up the rays. Yesterday, I tried to hammock again, and it was cold, thundering, lightning, and raining, and I, I had to leave. I, I, I looked at your location multiple times, because I was like, she might have been struck by lightning. I kept thinking, at what point do we go? <laughs> yeah. And then I said, we have to go. Yeah. But, like, it's brutal. I'm just ready for consistency. Stability. Predictability. Mm -hmm. Those are all such important traits in a partner. And, and I need a constant in my life. Yeah. I can't have this will he, will he. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah. That was a doozy. That was long. I hope you're around. I don't know if this will be a trend of season two. <sighs> we are motor mouths. We are girls who gab. <laughs> girls who gab we are. And we'll see what this is cut down to post-editing. Yeah, yeah. But thank you for sticking around. Welcome to season two. If for some reason you haven't gotten your fill, you can follow us. Yeah. At Cousin Time Pod, Insta and TikTok. Yeah. CousinTimePod at gmail.com for your thoughts, business offers, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Stay tuned because we have some exciting things that we're going to be discussing in season two. Mm -hmm. If you have any things you want to hear us talk about, let us know. Yeah. Catch you on the flip side. Bye.